Hey, I'm Jen Sui. I'm a certified life coach and soul whisperer, helping you unearth your true self and learn to embrace the human experience to have more ease, peace, and freedom in your life. Listen on to find out how. Hello friends and welcome back to the Creating a Fantastical Life podcast. It's Jen and happy 2023. I don't know how it's been for you, but if you're like me, then maybe it's been kind of a slow burn for the first couple weeks and now you're starting to pick up steam. I'm not surprised because with the lunar year coming up, this is the first new moon of the year. It is the time to sow some seeds and obviously have some amazing Asian food because Asian Lunar New Year. But this is episode 77 and I've been chewing on what I wanted to talk about because I knew I wanted to talk about spirituality in some capacity but wasn't sure where because 7 is the number in numerology that is all about spiritual growth, it's all about introspection, and we are also in a collective year 7. It's 2023 which if you add up those numbers equals to 7 and again in numerology Seven is a very spiritual number. It's like a reminder that you are being spiritually guided, that you are being divinely guided, and it's a time to introspect, really look at your place in the world. And I don't know about your TikTok feeds and social media feeds and influencers that you've been following, but I have been seeing so many content creators and coaches all doing this introspective work and sharing with their people how they're taking a step back from social media or whatever it is that they've been doing to really realign with their values and check in with like you know is it cool for them to be promoting certain posts or certain companies and you know how do they contribute to overconsumption or whatever your stereotypes and stuff like that so as a collective if you've been feeling this urge to grow more spiritually to do some of that work in yourself and you want some support in that this is what I want to dedicate this entire episode to. First one of 2023, and I'm, I'm really excited about this. And this is something that you can listen to, you know, at any point in your journey to realign yourself. That being said, if you are wanting to start your spiritual growth journey or you are in that transition point of wanting to evolve into that next step for yourself and you're trying to see what that looks like. Maybe you're feeling a little confused or overwhelmed or lost and you're like, why am I lost? Like I just did this work. I know who I am, but I'm not really sure anymore. Then I have just the thing for you. I'm hosting a five-day virtual workshop called True Self Alignment and it is happening January 23rd to January 27th. It's a five-day event. It's only 30 minutes a day where we're going to be live on Zoom and I'm going to be guiding you through different exercises and sharing so many very potent and powerful perspectives for you to start to go on the spiritual journey to help you ground yourself and who you really are, reconnect with your intuition, create that internal navigational compass so that you always know like how to come back home to yourself in any situation that you're in. Because here's the thing, like home lives within yourself. It doesn't live in another place in like a certain place or another Uh, person or you know your identity your income whatever it is home is your soul but so many of us are disconnected from that and you know if we don't know who we truly are if we don't have a strong foundation of what that looks like if we don't know how it feels to be our true selves if we've only ever lived one way and that's been out of fear or judgment or shame or whatever it's going to be really difficult to actually create a future where you feel that freedom where you feel that inner peace that I know everybody wants but it feels so elusive this is the foundational work to do that It's a completely free event and I guarantee you it is going to be mind-blowing. It's literally like the shit that I do with my one-on-one clients within the first month of us working together. I'm going to be sharing the things that I've gotten incredible feedback in, not just from my clients who have said like, you know, this was the stuff that helped them make big changes in their lives, gave them direction, helped them find clarity and all these things, but also my peer coaches who know how important this work is. So I'm really excited to be sharing it with all of you and making it, you know, accessible. It's literally free you just have to show the fuck up and if you miss the live event don't worry there are going to be recordings for everyone who signs up and even after that I'm going to be making it available for people to sign up for 
and to experience because like I said this is the foundational work like this is the shit that I do with myself on you know a very consistent basis like through different seasons as I'm growing as I'm changing as my goals shift as I grow and you know increase my own perspectives like this is the foundational work so don't miss out on that the information is going to be down in the description box you can always find it in the link in my social media profiles on instagram at gentoy coaching or on tiktok at gentoy coaching you can even go to my website at gentoy.com and all the information will be there to sign up Okay, so let's get into the episode. I'm talking all about how to connect with your soul and start your personal growth journey. And I'm also going to be sharing with you in the later parts of this, some of my own personal experiences that I've been going through because I realized um, from a friends and also clients of mine who have been telling me like, oh, you know, how, how have you been? Uh, you know, you look great. Like you on Instagram, everything looks so nice. And I'm like, Really? Because I've been feeling like shit half the time. Like the whole life is 50-50 thing where you feel good half the time and like bad half the time, whatever those emotions are for you. Like I have been feeling that very, very hard. Like probably leaning more towards the the shitty part. But like I also know that that's been part of my growth. And I literally just started coming out of that yesterday. So I'm really excited to kind of share with you what that has been like um, because I don't ever want to portray myself as somebody who just has it good all the time or like is always happy always positive always motivated I do my best to share that on social media but I think with the last few months there's been some really like sticky shit that I haven't been able to figure out and it's been difficult for me to articulate so it's just been coming through in different ways Um, so I'll be talking more about that today. But first, I want to help you understand this process and based off of my journey and also um, people who I've worked with, what it really looks like to start connecting with your soul and what it really looks like to start your spiritual growth journey. And I always say this, that personal development is spiritual development. You cannot separate the two because personal development is all about looking at the truth of how you're living how you're thinking, how you're behaving, you know, taking responsibility for your actions, your goals, your desires, and then getting out of your own fucking way so that you can achieve it. And in that process, there is no way to avoid the spiritual parts of yourself, like your emotions, like your desires. You interact with things like your ego and you become very aware of those things. So the first leg of spiritual growth really looks like normal personal development and self-help, you know, like understanding your mindset, being able to learn about goal setting. What is goal setting? How do you set goals? How do you set action steps? Uh, Doing reflection work, journaling, and asking yourself questions like, who am I? Who am I really? What do I really want? You know, what are your values? Uh, Changing your habits and taking action you know, taking that responsibility for yourself. Maybe you want to stop over drinking. Maybe you want to, you know, stop watching so much TV, start listening to audiobooks and podcasts. Instead, you want to eat healthier, you know, all these great things. But a few key points that I really want to make here to ensure that you're developing your spiritual side here too, because it's very easy to go into a personal development hole where you're just like, doing the tangible things or you think that growth is something that you can hustle your way through especially in our society where productivity is so harped on and it's all about like how hard you work how much time you put in how much you invest and it's funny because I've worked with people who you know start off thinking that growth is like something that's on your to-do list and they're like always so frustrated with themselves because they're not growing they're never growing fast enough they're never doing enough I've read this book called what my bones know and it's all about complex PTSD and this Asian American girl's kind of journey through overcoming a lot of her past traumas that were very, very deep rooted, you know, going with all the therapies, trying shrooms, going to, you know, yoga, meditation, all these things, and still not feeling like anything was happening for her. And that's the issue here that I see so often in people when they are going on their personal development journeys, especially if you are a perfectionist or someone who is very like, for lack of a better word, like a really good student or worker and you want like tasks and you just want to complete your tasks and you think that if you complete the task and then you'll get a good grade, right? Like 
spiritual development, personal growth is not like that. So if that is you, you might find yourself here now listening to this being like, okay, there's something I'm missing. It's probably the spiritual side. Let me go see what this is all about. So the first thing that you want to make sure that you're doing when you start off your spiritual development journey is to be open-minded. It sounds really simple, but you probably find that it's not like it's very, very easy to judge people, to judge certain tactics, things, um, certain modalities, and people are very quick to discount things and brush off, quote, happy people advice. Like this is what I call like happy people advice. And I'll give you this example. Like when I was in my worst depressive suicidal states, um, when I was like a freshman in college, I had a roommate who was like, oh, you should try yoga. You should try meditating. And so many people who have been diagnosed with depression or have gone through a really hard time in their life, like knows how annoying it is to hear like, oh, you know, just think positively or just do yoga or like, have you done, have you tried, you know, thinking about it this way? Or have you tried breathing? And it's so easy to like brush it off and be like, nobody knows what I'm going through. Like, that's so stupid. How could you say that to me? Like, no one understands what I'm going through. I'm so traumatized. You know, like you never had my life. Like things are so hard for me right now. And all that does is isolate you further, right? It is so isolating to think that way, to feel that way, which is the exact opposite of feeling connected, which is what you truly want which is what's going to help you grow, what is required for spiritual development is that you need to feel connected at least with yourself or something else around you. And when you are judging all these things, people who want to knock off like, oh, I don't believe in like tarot or I don't believe in God or whatever, what have you, right? Um, Reiki healing, Tai Chi energy, like vibes, whatever the lingo is, and I understand like manifestation, like I understand how social media and just like when people talk about it and people who kind of have different experiences with it, like these spiritual terms can lose its weight and lose its meaning almost and people get really confused about it. So it's really easy to judge, right? It's really easy to discount somebody who starts talking about vibes or manifestation or positive thinking and be like, oh, like they're just, you know, this is just woo-woo. This is just so full of fluff. Like, I need the science. I need the, you know, research. Like, you know, what about if I'm the exception? And that's the thing is that when you are closed off to hearing these different perspectives, and especially the spiritual pers- perspectives, it makes it harder for you to actually try these new things. And it is a manifestation of your human ego, your brain, that wants to tell you like no don't change right like humans are resistant to change and so of course it's going to tell you oh this stuff is bullshit like you shouldn't listen to that you shouldn't do that you should like you know just work harder instead or just do the thing that you've been doing but it hasn't worked for you and that is literally insanity so if you really want to change like go do the things that you probably would never do and like just go be open-minded to it I know for me it was literally like affirmations and journaling and if you're just starting it might sound like okay like sure like if I tell myself I am beautiful or I am successful like I'm gonna feel that yeah that's a bunch of bullshit right but here's that thing you gotta decide to do things differently this is number two you gotta decide to literally do and think differently and be willing to be cringy so using use those affirmations right it's so weird how much embarrassment and shame comes up around this like when we think about doing it for ourselves it's like we think someone's in our own home and judging us and watching us if we put a sticky note that says like you know I'm going to have a good day today or like I'm in control of my life like whatever whatever it is for you it feels like so weird like why do we feel embarrassed and ashamed about that And the honest truth is because that is the ego resistance, right? When you're just starting off, it might not actually feel like things that you want to do, like things like breathing, things like going for a walk, things like showering, making sure that you're eating right, Um, you know, taking a deep breath before you start work. You really want to listen to the wiser part of your soul that's telling you, hey, I want to be free. I don't want to be depressed anymore. I don't want to feel like shit anymore. You know, I'm tired of living this way. And... 
you're going to have to fight through that ego resistance, that drag from your past self that's so used to doing things a certain way, so used to being nihilistic, so used to thinking a certain way and already deciding ahead of time like what's going to work and what's not going to work because that's just you failing ahead of time. And you got to choose to be that open-minded, to do things differently, to be cringy and go against your own brain, right? of what quote feels right to you in the moment or what you think you want to do which is like not do the thing and choose to do it anyways because you know like you're you're going to commit to trying this thing you this is the thing that's going to bring you to that next stage of happiness of openness of spiritual growth of personal growth that you want to experience like if you believe in what you're going to do like if you believe that what you are doing is helping then that's all you need to actually do the thing classic examples of this where you know you want to do something and it's the right thing for you to do soulfully but it might feel wrong to your brain is like doing things like affirmations telling yourself that you're not uniquely fucked up and that you know you're gonna be miserable for your whole life you know like switching that narrative around to actually know you you can be happy and happiness is for people like you and yes happiness is a choice and like looking yourself in the face and being like I have been choosing to be unhappy like that is the truth of it like look at the things that you've done right and what if it's really just that easy of I can choose to do xyz instead that come from happiness that comes from me feeling in control of my life and that's just like how simple it can be. Like what if that is true, right? And things like investing in yourself, paying for therapy and coaching or whatever modality it is, like believing that those things can actually help you and like deciding that you're going to get what you came there for and actually put in the work. Like that is such a key part of your transformation because it's a reflection of you believing in yourself like fuck the modality fuck like these people who have savior complexes who are like if you just pay me your life is going to change like no the reality is if you pay them you have an opportunity to change because you have somebody there who's going to help you dissect your brain dissect your feelings um you know help hold your vision of what you really want but what you have to do in that is actually believe in your ability to change and you putting down that money is you saying yes I can change and your brain that wants to fight you on that is the ego resistance is the fears is the doubts that's like but what if you can't and why do you think you can do that like who the fuck do you think you are look at what you've you know where you've been in the past like what makes you think that you can be confident and you can be happy and you can be abundant and you can be successful and all these things like no one's gonna love you like this is bullshit you're wasting your money you're being duped right the, all all that bullshit's gonna come up and so you got to decide is that how you want to live is that the decision that you're gonna make are you gonna make those decisions from fear from ego from resistance from doubt or are you gonna make it from this audacious delusional but truly it's just self-confidence intuition and desire to do things differently chew on it and the third thing here when you're starting off your personal development journey and like honestly like doing these things throughout your entire journey like this is this is a lifelong thing honestly but the third thing that I want you to pay attention to is how much time you're dedicating to doing things that bring you joy not pleasure okay so if you want to go deeper into the difference between like pleasure and fun and like true joy then go listen to my podcast episode on how to have more fun but really start doing the things that bring you joy because that is when you are most yourself that is when you know you allow yourself to be in the present you're in the flow in life for me it's things like baking like literally me making bread um, me cooking like a delicious meal listening to like listen to a podcast while I do that like I'm so in the present moment things like going out for a walk oh my god like it's actually crazy how how happy I am how joyful I am how present and like grateful and how like everything feels okay when I'm going for a walk outside when it's sunny out like there's nothing else that compares to that feeling. Um, you know, in the past for me, it's also been like working out, dancing, being with friends. It's just like having great conversations, like doing these things that really fuel you with joy. Think of it like soul practice, right? Soul workouts. Okay, so physical workouts. Obviously, you're in the gym, you're lifting weights, you're getting stronger, your muscles are building. You can see that, right? Mental workouts is things like practicing affirmations, 
Um, you know, catching yourself when you're thinking negatively and changing your thought pattern instead, you know, doing things to kind of build resilience, like those are all mental exercises. Spiritual exercises literally looks like embodying the version of you that you want to be like and how that feels. So if you want to feel joyful, how can you exercise that? Well, do the things that bring you joy. If you want to be successful and feel successful when you accomplish something, um, when you accomplish your weight goal, your finance, your, you know, your income goal, whatever it is, then you need to practice that feeling of being successful in the now. Like, look at how you've been successful in the past. Look at how many things you've accomplished. And do you feel proud of yourself? Is there something that's blocking it? Are you still shaming yourself? Are you discounting what you've created and like clearing all of that resistance so that you can feel it, to feel that joy, feel the flow? That is the spiritual practice to help you strengthen it. And follow your curiosities. Here, here's the ones I want to offer you is that your soul came down to earth for a reason and earth like and human life makes no sense. It's it's like a cosmic fucking joke. I've said this so many times and I'll say it again. Life is a cosmic joke. We are so limited as human beings. We are so fragile. You know, if our temperature goes up or down just a few degrees, we can die. It's it's just crazy, right? And we only have language to communicate. We have music to communicate. We have art to communicate. But like, it's so limited. Our brains filter out so much, like 98% of all of our external stimuli so that we can actually concentrate on like what we want to do instead of getting so zoinked out by like, oh my God, there's so many colors, so many textures, so many things around us, right? So like our brains are even limited and they're trained to be limited so that we can go through life. So life is a construct. It's fucking crazy. And so why on earth would your soul want to be here? Well, there's this crazy thing called life where so many different things exist there's so many people, so many hobbies, so many different professions, so many places to go. And to allow yourself to follow that curiosity is part of that soul training as well. Like for me, it's like random urges like, okay, I'm going to sign up for class pass because I want to move my body more, but I don't want to like do a gym workout. I've already danced, you know, multiple different styles, but I want to try something else. So, okay, let me go do archery. Let me try out sword fighting, which was really fun, by the way. Let me try out this like plate fit class where you're doing a workout, but you're on a vibrating plate for 30 minutes. Like what? You know, let me go take a pottery class. Like I've never done wheel throwing. I've only done hand building and like, you know, the paint a pot type of thing. So let me go try that. I went to Melbourne and studied abroad there. And that was like the most life-changing experience ever. But also while I was there, I fell in love with the coffee culture. So this last summer when I was there with Sam, we got certified to be baristas and took like a two-day coffee training to learn how to make a good espresso, how to make all the different coffee drinks, and also how to do latte art. Like it's something that I've always wanted to do. So it's like shit like that. Let yourself enjoy life. And that's going to come through you following your curiosities, you being open-minded, being willing to be surprised, doing things differently and choosing to do the things where you, your brain might want to offer you those limiting low quality thoughts of like, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the energy. And it's like, bitch, if you really wanted it, you would go find the resources to go do it. So just be resourceful and go do it. Okay, the second leg of your journey in spiritual development and connecting with your soul is going to be all about building that self-trust. So at this point, it's essentially like you've seen the results, you feel more connected, um, you know, you see the results of doing affirmations, doing the mindset work, like the personal development shit is kind of like paying off, you feel better, your baseline is elevated, like you don't feel crappy for as long as you used to, maybe the gap in between the times where you are in your low low has lengthened. So before you would, you know, have an existential crisis or mental breakdown every week. And now it's like once a month, okay, and then like once every three months, and then like once a year, and then you have like mini ones that aren't that bad that you can just get over really quickly like throughout the year right stuff like that so the second leg of your journey is all about building that self-trust it's like you learned how to walk with a harness pulling you up so that you're only using half your weight and now you're like okay well 
fuck this like this this harness shit isn't serving me it's way too constricting it's making me go down this one path that I've already gone down like I want to you know go off the lines like go off-roading a bit like I want to go dance and so that's what this is all about but in order to do that well you got to learn how to walk first right you're gonna fall down because you haven't used your full weight this whole time and and what this equates to is that it's gonna be hard to make decisions for yourself like this is all about decision making and taking risks believing in yourself holding vision for yourself you know cutting off friends or relationships that have been pulling you back that don't allow you to be who you are you cutting off bad habits and when I say bad habits I'm really talking about like the habits that you don't see your true self your best self having but maybe you're addicted to it you want to do anyways things like Drinking a ton of alcohol, going out and partying, making false connections, sleeping with everybody who wants to sleep with you because you don't believe in yourself and your own self-worth, staying in a job that you don't really want to stay in, not being able to say the truth, right? These, These things that are plaguing your mind with, you know, this is what's keeping you not really happy, but maybe you can just ignore it and it'll go away. Like, don't let this work scare you off because it is hard it is difficult to do things differently because you you don't know how things are going to turn out but that's part of the beauty of it because that's what you need to build that self-trust just like how we talked about what physical strength strengthening looks like mental strengthening and spiritual strengthening looks like this is the exercise for your self-trust this is how you make better quality decisions this is how you become wiser this is how You can live a more aligned life for yourself and feel that inner peace because you know that you are making decisions based off of what you want and who you are and the results that you want to create instead of what you think you should be doing instead of what you know from the past. And, you know, you can always go back to doing the things that you have been doing. So it's like might as well do this thing, right? Might as well choose what you want to do. Because if you keep going the way that you've been going, then you're guaranteed to never change, right? So I have three points about this part of your journey as well that I want to highlight. The first being that you're going to learn to feel your feelings and process your feelings. So seriously processing your feelings without being afraid of them swallowing you whole. For example, I've had clients who are really great at intellectualizing their emotions. I used to be like this, where you weren't really feeling your feelings, where maybe you are like a huge crier and you like cry, but you're like, oh, I don't know why I'm crying because this is stupid to cry over. Like, I'm fine now. Like, you know, I'm not a child anymore. And, uh, you know, people, my, you know, my mom doesn't talk to me this way anymore and I'm fine. Like, why am I crying? Because, you know, somebody says something to me. Well, it's a trigger, right? Because emotionally somebody saying something mean to you or criticizing you reminded you of, you know, how your parents used to criticize you and now your body's feeling it, but like in your mind, you're like, no, things are fine. That's like you gaslighting how you feel and trying to get out of feeling shitty by using your brain. And that's not how you get rid of a shitty feeling. You get rid of a shitty feeling by actually allowing it, processing it, and it will go away when you allow that emotion to just flow through your body, right? So it's like not fighting yourself. I think what really helps here too is understanding how when you are intellectualizing your emotions and you're trying to make decisions based off of logic, what's really important here is that all decisions are emotional decisions. So if you're intellectualizing things and trying to make logical decisions, what you're trying to avoid is the feeling of discomfort, of failure, of shame, of disappointment, of regret. You're trying to avoid feeling hurt um, by someone or something. You're making decisions out of fear, for example, and you know, you're afraid of something happening. So you think this has less of a chance of going wrong you know this relationship that if you don't start then there's no chance of you getting hurt if you you know stay in your your current job just a little bit longer it's going to give you a little bit more money give you a little bit more security in the future so that you can start your business in like five years instead of like right now and that's going to be a better move because then you don't have to risk all these things blah 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 blah, right it's like how fear gets you this is how your human ego brain gets you and that is again, not your soul self. And understanding your feelings 
and being able to be somebody who just feels their feelings and lets that guide them is going to not only allow you to get closer to your true self, to your soul self and develop spiritually, but it's also actually going to make you a way more effective human being because you cannot separate feelings from, you know, your brain and logic pragmatics. You really just can't. So basically you're taking away that resistance and that extra filter, the extra energy that you have to work to stop an emotion think about it, you know, make sense of it, need to know like where this came from and like doing all this overthinking, overanalyzing, um, over planning, you know, wasting a lot of your energy there and then making the decision and like still having to fight through the fear or resistance or whatever it is that's coming up for you in order to actually get the shit done. Like you're, you're removing all of that when you learn how to feel and process your emotions And then you're able to just see like, okay, I feel this way and this is what I am wanting to do and I'm going to do that. I'm going to trust myself anyways. Like that allows you to make decisions so much easier, so much quicker, get to the result and then be able to go from there. Like remember this, nobody died from an emotion. So even if you feel like you're going to never, you know, be able to get out of bed and go to work because you feel so heartbroken over this person who ghosted you, you know, whatever it is, like that shit will pass if you allow yourself to process it, see how you feel, be honest with how you feel. And then again, like you can't separate the brain from the emotions. Like you will get your brain on board with your emotions and vice versa. Your emotions will get back in line with your brain if you give it that time to really observe how you're feeling and go through it. On the other side, if you're somebody who is always feeling their emotions but not processing it necessarily, you kind of are like hanging on to your emotions, it's hard for you to let things go. Also know that in this process of your spiritual growth, knowing how to take action before you are ready and before your feelings are on board with your brain, that is also a very important skill here. So if you're somebody who overthinks a lot, you need more time to think about it. Like any decision, whether it's buying a piece of clothing, investing in a program, whether or not you should date this person, what you should be eating for dinner. Like if you always think you need more time to think about things, you are just like, you're not really thinking to make a decision. You're just thinking to think and to think about all the different possibilities, what could go wrong, what could go right and whatever, like, That is you just letting yourself stay in overwhelm, staying in your feels, staying confused. That is literally a choice to do that. And this also is the same for like anxiety and depression. I had a client who just made a major breakthrough, which I talked about on my social media. So you can find that on my Instagram page. But I had this client who had this huge breakthrough that they decided that they're just not going to be depressed anymore. And what that really says is like they're going to choose to start doing the things that bring them purpose and meaning in their lives because the opposite of depression is not you know happiness it is actually purpose so when they they said they are deciding to not be depressed anymore they realize that they don't actually hate life they don't hate themselves they actually think that they're really awesome and that life can be really awesome but what they hate is the way that they've been living life okay so depression is an action in that case same thing here when I talk about you taking action before you're ready, it's like knowing your future self is already here. It's already possible. Like what you want is here and to start behaving like them anyways, instead of behaving like your past self. It's kind of like, like, oh, you're not five anymore. So start acting your age. It's like that, but in an emotionally mature way. So again, if you're somebody who allows overwhelm or confusion or you know, your feelings to take over your free will, just know that free will still exists at any point in time and you can decide to take the reins back. The last thing I want to mention here is that this part of self-trust is going to require you to make decisions based on your values and your intuition and not your fears and your egos, which the work looks like getting to know yourself. And the foundations of this is all going to be in the True Self Alignment event where we're going to be answering those questions like, who are you really? What do you really want? What are your gifts to help you get there? How, like, how do you be yourself? What does that really mean? And what would your future self do? What would your true self do? What would your soul do? So that you're never caught in this whole, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's all about being intentional with your choices, being intentional with your free will. 
And that is going to make a world of a difference in how you experience your life. Now, what's also happening simultaneously here on this part of your journey when you're learning to trust yourself and you're acting from your true desires instead of your ego's desires is that you're also going to learn your limits as a human being and learn to surrender. You're going to need to learn how to surrender, how to trust the unknown, how to be um, you know, feeling that weird, icky, ungrounded feeling and just kind of like flow through that because there is a beautiful thing with being a human being, which is that you are limited. And why would that be great? Like we all want to be like this infinite potential, like limitless human beings where they can do whatever they want to do. Okay, let's be real. Again, we're human beings. Life is a construct. Like this whole thing is a cosmic joke. So why not? let go of the reins a little bit and trust the universe to do its job. And what's funny is that we all want to make our lives easier, but what's going to make that easier is oftentimes going to be to delegate certain work to other people, right? Like if we think about this like um, in high school or, you know, whenever you have a work project and you have six people in your group. It's like if everyone just did a little bit, you'd be done with it in 20 minutes, but you're so attached to the way that it's going to come out. You don't trust that other people are actually going to do their work. Um, Maybe like you've seen really sloppy work from one person. You've never been with, you know, you don't know what this person's capable of. And so you're just like, I'm going to do all the work myself or you have to double check everybody else's work. You're always doing all the editing. You pull all nighters and then it's taking you like the entire fucking week to get something done. And then you're complaining about doing all this work and like how nobody else wants to do anything and you have to like, you know, do everything yourself. Okay, that is you when you don't trust the universe, when you're not surrendering, when you're not accepting your own limitations as a human being, when you're not following your own boundaries of what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And when it comes to manifesting your dream life, when it comes to hitting your goals, understanding what is in your control and what is not in your control is a huge lesson that you will need to learn that you will be faced with learning. And the more you fight it, the more you want to believe like you are in control of everything. Like you can convince somebody to love you. You can convince someone to pay you. You can convince someone to like do whatever it is that's like within their free will is you like sticking your hands in their life and trying to puppeteer them. Like you are not in control of that, right? So like there is your to-do list, which is like how you show up, how often you show up, the energy that you show up in, your beliefs about yourself, your beliefs about other people, your beliefs about the world. And then there's how there's like the universe's to-do list. And that's going to be like to send certain people your way to, you know, bring people into your orbit that's going to listen to you, for people to challenge you. It's going to even look like you know, enemies and people who are going to hate on you and for you to develop that like thicker skin to still test your own belief in yourself. It's going to look like, um, you know, getting things that are close to what you want, but not really fully what you want to, again, test your self-trust of like, can you really create 100% of what you want and not just 90% are you going to settle? This is a belief that I continuously practice all the time. And it's that what is for you will not miss you. So like for me, it's like what is for me will not miss me. And like what is truly mine will find me. Like you don't have to be jealous or envious of anyone else's successes. You don't have to compare yourself or beat yourself up to what someone else has versus what you have. Like that is for them and that is amazing. And if it's meant for you, it's going to come as well for you in your own specific way, in your own timing when you are ready for it. If you want more love, learn how to love yourself better. Learn how to love others better. Learn how to set boundaries. Learn how to be generous. Learn how to communicate Practice what it is to feel like to be in love and to be in love with yourself, to be in love with life. And you will see that that is going to come to you like because you are a vibrational match for that. If you want to make more money, appreciate the money that you do have. Appreciate the soul of money. Understand how it flows. Clean out your past traumas around it, your childhood, you know, beliefs about money that came from your parents that are limiting you or that are hurting you or making you think that money is bad or it's going to make you a bad person or that you have to get rid of it or taxes and all these different things like 
Learn how to be generous with your money, share money, enjoy money, celebrate money. Learn how to care for other people and provide value for other people, not because you are being paid what you are worth, like your worth is infinite, but because you know that what you are going to be paid is a reflection of how much value you can add to somebody else's life. So you actually have to care about people. And not only that, but also care about what you do and be good at what you do. And again, that's going to make you a vibrational match for more to come in, for more abundance. All in all, when you are starting your personal journey, when you are connecting with your soul, what we are all continuously doing is fighting that battle of ego versus soul and choosing what our souls yearn for versus what our ego wants. Not because our desires are bad or because, you know, our egos are bad, but because we value that soul growth, that spiritual growth in this point of time more than we desire that material growth or the ego right now. Nothing wrong with the material world, nothing wrong with like, you know, wanting, you know, a specific car or a specific house or whatever it is, like looking a certain way, but it's doing so in alignment with your soul growth as well so that you're not, you know, left being spiritually poor while being materially rich and you're not being spiritually rich while also struggling to pay the bills. It's finding that harmony. So this is where I want to shift to telling you more about my personal journey the last year, especially the last six months, because, man, I have grown so much spiritually. Like, in the material world, yes, as well, but I think I've been feeling it so much more spiritually, and I've learned a lot about it. And this started last year in, like, February-ish, um, but really more so, I think, around April, May. And I've talked about this in the past on my social, but I drew a card, like a tarot card, to help me see, like, what was going to be coming in store for me in 2022, and especially with this mastermind, um, that I joined from my previous coach and the card that came up was the tower and the tower is all about you know what you've been building completely crashing down so that you can rebuild a foundation like a new foundation that's stronger that's more in alignment with where you're going so I knew that I kind of had my work cut out for me I just didn't know what that was going to look like and lo and behold from September on like it was an emotional mental shit show roller coaster like complete existential crisis and just just so much and i i joked a lot that this was my quarter life crisis because i'm turning 25 this year like in a month and i was like okay here it is it's hitting like and i was starting to peel away from a lot of social conditioning and um, especially around being a business owner and like what it means to be successful as a business owner, what it meant for me, what you know it meant for my parents, what it meant for um, my peers, like you know my reputation around among peer coaches or among clients or among strangers on the internet, like and really coming back home to okay, well, what do I need to feel successful? What do I want to create because I just want to create it. I want to like grow my capacity to steward like six figures or to be able to help guide like a hundred souls through like their own journeys through life. What it looks like to be a business coach instead of like, oh, if I make six figures, then that's going to make me legit. It's going to, you know, show my parents that. I can actually like do this, that this is a viable business for me. And along this time, I also had a failed launch for the Solopreneur Collective, which by the way, I will say, I don't want to like hold myself to this, but I am really passionate about it still and I want to do another round of it, but kind of like with a lot more intention with a lot of what I've learned from it, um, which was very spiritual, <laughs> but going through that failed launch i was questioning my work's value a lot like my work as a coach um my ability to be a business coach if like i can't even market it or whatever and the the thing that was awesome about it though was that i wasn't making it super personal like i wasn't shaming myself about it i wasn't thinking like oh my gosh i'm a terrible like like this is bad like i am bad or like i am wrong or i am doing things wrong like but it was more like disappointment and how like I felt like not seen I felt like my work's value was not being seen and so that was like a step up from 
like spiritually from past self past gen when I was starting off my business and if someone didn't buy or like I had no responses or something I was just like I'm doing something wrong I don't have it figured out I don't have what it takes like you know I'm a failure all these things so that was cool to experience but nonetheless it hurt I kind of was like questioning my offers my place as a coach and I also had a zero income month in September as well as December and that really hurt my ego especially after having an incredible start to the year where I made you know multiple five figures within like six weeks I was like oh my god this is gonna be the year but also I was intensely like anxious that it wasn't gonna be and lo and behold that anxiety was explored throughout the year and at the end of the year last year I made a little over $52,000 in my business and you know that brought me well over that six-figure mark in like my business's revenue since I started but I also found myself like still not being happy about it like I kept oscillating between feeling super proud of myself and then like thinking about, oh my gosh, like this is my first year as a full-time life coach. Before this, I was still doing personal training. I was still doing group fitness, blah, blah, blah. And like, this is awesome. And, uh, you know, if my past self saw this, like they would be super ecstatic. They wouldn't believe it. Like they'd be so proud. And then also feeling super, super disappointed in myself because I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't hit my financial goal this year. I thought this was going to be a big year. Like, like, you know, all these other people, like all these peer coaches are like going to judge me or, you know, I should be like them. Like, why can't I be like them? What's like, you know, what am I missing? What do they have that I don't have? I just like was really in comparison mode here. And especially coming into the beginning of this month, it was really stressful for me because I was comparing my current self to my past self, which is such a doozy because it's like, I, I wasn't even proud of what I created last year. Like, why would I be comparing myself to that? And it's because like at the beginning of last year, I had this huge growth and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is that going to happen again? Is that not going to happen again? What if it doesn't happen? What am I going to make it mean? And I've been having to manage my mind on a higher level because of that. Also at the end of last year, I was starting to have suicidal thoughts again. Um, And that's something that hasn't happened really since 2016. 2017-ish, around then, Um, you know, and after I had my whole spiritual awakening, went through, like, medication, you know, came into myself, started my business, finding more purpose and meaning in my life, like, the whole shebang, like, my whole story, like, I haven't felt that way until, like, since, since then, so it was really scary for me to be, like, so, so, so down and depressed and feel so disconnected from myself, from what I was doing, and I realized that this was connected to my period. Um, I used to have really bad like PMS that was actually like, PMDD, which if you guys don't know is premenstrual dysphoria disorder. I think that's what it's called. It's like PMS, but on steroids. So like in really intense mood swings, really irritable, really sad, like super tearful. But the biggest thing that also comes out of it is uh, feeling suicidal. And that's not something that you would typically get with just having your regular period. And I was diagnosed with that back in 2016, but I went on birth control and, you know, I didn't even like, I guess, like put two and two together. But after I got off of birth control, because I was like, this is creating other issues for me. I don't want to be on this anymore. I'm not on any birth control right now. Um, I haven't been in, you know, a few years. And while that's been great physically, Um, It also has been creating these issues mentally and emotionally around the time of my period. So navigating that was honestly a really humbling experience for myself. And in a way, I feel like in a way it was like, you know, almost like what I was manifesting was like going through depression again because I wanted like it sounds fucked up, but it was kind of like I wanted to really document how I felt and really observe myself going through it instead of just being in it and like. I don't know, letting depression kind of take a hold of me. It was like such an interesting experience for me to go through it this time around because I was so observational about it and I knew I was like so much wiser about it. I talked to my sister about it. I talked to my peer coaches about it. I, you know, got support from my partner and my friends and I was way more open about it. 
Um, I was looking into different solutions. I, I started tracking my symptoms and, you know, was planning to talk to a doctor about it. It really made me closer with myself. I also started learning more about my cycle in general and how to manage your energy around your cycle, how women can use their cycles to be productive like how we operate on a 28-day cycle instead of like men who operate on a daily cycle, how to make time for the things that I really want to make time for, how to be more present in my life, what it really looks like for me to take care of myself. Like I remember when 12 Days of Breakthroughs was happening, it was, oh my God, it was, <laughs> it was such a challenge. It was probably one of the most challenging things I did all of 2022. And it was because that week was also the week of my period and which meant like the week before that when I was doing guest interviews when I was preparing for it and then the week of when I was editing every single fucking night and getting this out on YouTube on um, social media on my podcast sending out a newsletter you know and also like letting guests in on their episodes coming out it was it was a lot of work and also during that time Sam was traveling so it was just me and the cats at home and that actually turned out to be really nice because I got to take care of myself 100% without any distractions. Um, and I was going out for walks. I was cooking for myself. I was making sure I was getting sleep. You know, I was being really, really kind to myself during that time. And I showed myself like what was possible for me. But also I was very observational about like, you know, I wasn't gaslighting myself like, oh, I have all this energy to do work. Like I was very conscientious about, no, this is me pushing myself and pushing my body and pushing my mind, but I'm committed to doing this. And I'm also going to make sure that I take care of myself afterwards and like throughout the day by doing X, Y, Z. That helped me grow my capacity so much to be in the chaos of things without crumbling. And towards the end of the year, what was coming up for me was battling with social media shit. So first, I was sharing my psychic gifts more often. I was talking more about spirituality, kind of like coming out of the broom closet as um, the spiritual, like witchy psychic community likes to call it. And I was talking about, you know, clairvoyance and clairsentience and, um, you know, visions and psychic abilities that I've had since I was a kid, how that kind of comes through in my coaching and how I help people. You know, I was promoting tarot more often, offering more tarot readings and I got a lot of love for that stuff, but I also got a lot of criticism. I got a lot of hate comments around tarot and just like in general, like life perspectives that I have and have shared with people. And I was having a really, really hard time shaking off the haters. So it made me hate social media and like not want to be on it at all. But also uh, I was creating like social media growth goals for myself and I was like reminding myself like why I do things who I really show up for like I'm not talking to these haters I'm talking to the people who want to be helped in this way who want to hear what I have to say and you know really showing up for my fans my people my soul family it was really hard <laughs> I'll just say that it was it was really hard for me to want to be on social uh if you have been following me you might have noticed that you know I don't post as often I, I started posting more often now but I'm really honoring my cycles with that where if I don't feel like posting if I am in my head or I don't feel like it I'm not forcing it I'm just letting myself create when I want to create and then the result of that is like when I want to create like the period that I'm in right now I'm creating multiple times a day posting multiple times a day and then when I'm not it's like I post maybe once a week or maybe I am more into my newsletters than social media. That's fine to me. And so I'm telling you all of this, not to like trauma dump on you and like tell you about all my stressors and how shitty life is. Like that's not the point. Life has not been like super shitty. It just like has felt difficult, right? It's been a growth period for me. It's been a resting period for me. It's been a reflection period for me. And it's to show you like I am still a fucking human being. And even like, years down this spiritual journey and me being an Aquarius, me being a projector in human design, like me being literally designed to have existential crises and um, be a spiritual person, even then it's still like there's so much more death, there's so much more evolution that you can go on and at every single turn over the last six months, over the last year, every day, like, every turn of these things, like I'm, it's requiring me to look at myself 
find my way back home and trust myself. Whether it's surrendering to the universe, whether it's me invoking discipline over, you know, me just doing what I want to do, whether it's me listening to my body and resting and watching Wednesday for like the second time um, as I crochet, right? Like it's all part of the spiritual journey. Spiritual, Your spiritual journey and connecting with yourself does not look like meditating and, you know, saying prayers to yourself all the time and whatever. It's literally all the things in life. It's like how you move through life. And this is what I love about my work. It's like, in order for me to help people through the depths of their humanity, I also have to go through my depths of my humanity and come to terms with it, to feel it out, to partner with it, to befriend it, to, you know, find what it looks like to be more intimate with myself um, on a spiritual level. It's less about like, hey, I'm a life coach and I can help you get to this amazing place where you have everything you want and more. Let me meet you where you are at currently, emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is, and help you see in the dark and adjust to the water pressure. You know, as you're swimming deeper and deeper into who you are, like I have been there. Um, I know what it's like. If I don't know what it's like, let's go together, right? And as a result, I get to help guide you in your own journey to find your own path and we also get to celebrate when you get the things that you want to get, when you get to the places that you've been wanting to go, because it's really a bonus, right? That's the amazing and beautiful part of uncovering the depths of who you are, is that all the things that you want kind of come with it, because they come with you of leveling to that new self concept, to that expanding and embodying who you really are. I've been talking about this a lot with my um, clients, but... And I'll, I'll probably make a separate podcast episode on this, but it's the yin and yang principle. And it's understanding the flow of life. Like yin and yang are, I'm sure all of you know this, but it's this like little circle and it's kind of split in half, half black, half white. And in the black, there's a dot of white. In the white, there's a black of, uh, there's a dot of black. And what the yin and yang principle is, is that like life is constantly flowing, constantly moving. There's good and bad everywhere. And like everything's interconnected and contrast also has to exist. And how this applies to your spiritual growth and being able to move through life with more flow and less resistance is to understand like peace is not just stillness and presence, um, that everything has a contrast, right? And if you want peace, it does not just look like being still, uh, being mindful, being happy, being grateful, finding the upside in things. It's also learning how to flow in the chaos and the turmoil um, and knowing that it will end, that, you know, the tides will turn. But in the meantime, when you're in the crashing waves, when there's a storm happening, to not fight the water, to not fight and like hurt yourself through the process, but to like go with it, to feel all your feelings, to observe all those thoughts to not feel great like to feel the discomfort and know that the tides are going to turn it's going to smooth the sun's going to come out and then you're going to be in that flow you're going to be able to feel that stillness you're going to be able to feel that presence you're going to feel like that warm happy joy and like sunlight on your face and be like ah everything's okay and that is the balance of it just like how I talked about earlier with depression and purposefulness right when you are being purposeful in life also know that the the other side of that of the, that fulfilling like oh my gosh I know what I'm doing I love helping people blah 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 is knowing that you're also going to be questioning yourself and for me it was like questioning what I was doing not feeling like I don't know what I'm doing uh being confused you know wondering where I'm gonna go next and that is just a part of you that wants to be really intentional with your time and your energy and how you want to show up but sometimes you might find yourself overthinking and feeling lost and that is part of re-finding re-evaluating um, and fine-tuning your purposefulness freedom right that has contrast as well where freedom also comes with discipline and a high level of accountability for yourself of how you want to spend your free will. Like, yes, you can do anything you want to do, but 
you can't just keep your options open. That's going to be a trap in itself. You need to practice and exercise your free will by making those decisions. And that's going to be how you feel free. And that's also going to be where you need to be accountable for yourself. Where if you're not feeling free, if you don't feel good in your life, if you don't feel happy, if you don't feel fulfilled, you can't blame it on anyone else because you made that decision. So now it's up to you to make new decisions that's going to get you what you really want. That's the discipline. That's the accountability aspect of freedom. Okay, friends, that was a lot for one episode. If you want to go deeper into this work, obviously I have this five-day virtual event, but also if you're really just committed to going to explore the depths of yourself, and if you've been feeling called to work with me one-on-one, then let yourself do that. You know, I guarantee you it's different from whatever you've done in the past, and so it's going to yield you different results. You're always going to be guided back home to yourself. You are going to be in control of your sessions and what your goals are, where you want to go. And we're going to be using holistic practices. Like it's literally the best of both worlds. You get to use the mindset tools and also the spiritual tools. You're going to do shadow work and also conscious work. You're going to challenge yourself and, you know, take massive action and do the hard things. And you're also going to work on your confidence and your belief in yourself and evolving your self-concept to be the person that you truly are. Not who you want to be per se, but be who you truly are. And that's going to be revealed to you as you do the things that you want to do. If you want to get started with that, you can book a consultation. It's going to be in the description box below in this episode. I really hope to see you on my calendar and be able to celebrate with you as you go on this next leg of your journey as you develop into your true self and you create more peace and freedom and enjoyment in your life. All right, that is everything, friends. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye.